we look for that magic strategy, right? We want to, we want to figure it out. We want to get it out as fast as possible, which then kicks us into this ruminating imperfectionism. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 305. And today, let's explore the ambition paradox. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Melanie Benson here, Authority Amplifier. Today, I have a real treat in store for you. I am uh, have invited one of my guest expert system uh, VIP clients to join me here on Amplifier Success to talk about the ambition paradox. Uh, it is such a profound and impactful message that she has, and I cannot wait to share it with you. Now, uh, we started working together because I had done a presentation on uh, the biggest mistakes that we make as messengers that keep us from getting booked, keep us from getting our message out into the world, and actually keeps us from attracting clients when we are a guest expert on other people's platforms. It was such an extraordinary opportunity to get to work with this powerhouse woman. And it all started with, you know, her hearing my message. And so I just want to reinforce to you the importance of getting your message out there. It is a powerful attraction system for ideal clients. Now, if you have not yet uh, been able to make this process work for yourself, you're getting your message out there, or maybe you're not even sure you have a message and you're wondering if I should start getting out there in some kind of way on other people's podcasts and other people's stages, then the answer is yes. But first, what I want you to do is do a little research. Uh, I want you to download my 17 common mistakes that guest experts make that cost them the lead and the client. And the reason I want you to do this, this is uh, my gift to you. If you go to melaniebenson.com forward slash magnetize, I will also link this up in the show notes. What I find is that speakers and passion-driven entrepreneurs, we show up and we we want to bring our best self forward, but oftentimes we haven't really shaped our message and so it's confusing. I uh, sit on panels quite often where uh, really talented people are pitching to get on a podcast and it's really clear very quickly when people haven't really created the right magnetic qualities to their message and it keeps them from getting booked. It keeps them from getting the opportunity, keeps them from really being able to make the impact they'd hoped for with their message when they do land those coveted opportunities to speak. So I would like to help you avoid those common challenge areas. We all make them. I've made them. I just learned how not to make them and I learned what really worked. So if you go to melaniebenson.com forward slash magnetize, you will be able to download this. I want you to go through the checklist. And if you find that you are making more than say four or five of these or actually, if you're making any of them and you really want to accelerate your path to a better experience, let's talk. Book a fast track call with me. 
and let's figure out how we're going to help you elevate your impact and amplify the reach of your message by being a powerful guest expert with a clear magnetic message. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, Amplifiers. I'm thrilled to bring you today's guest. We're talking about something, and I'm just getting chills even thinking about the conversation we're about to have. We're going to explore something that not enough people are aware of, and it's called the ambition paradox. It's a trap that uber successful people find themselves in where they're unfulfilled leaders and they have untapped potential. So my guest today is so extraordinary. Her name is Tracy Yates. She is a sought after transformational architect an alchemist and a strategist to ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs who reach accelerated new heights and boundaryless prosperity. I love that term boundary, boundaryless, <laughs> quite a tongue twister, but it's so good. Boundary, boundaryless prosperity in business leadership and personal mastery. Now, just a little background on Tracy. She built an eight-figure business from the ground up, marketing to some of the world's biggest brands like Google and Hulu, Disney and Amazon. She's now a secret weapon to the next generation of leaders who create extraordinary businesses with ultimate fulfillment while unlocking prosperity in all areas of their lives. She's known for her lightning speed transformations that dissolve what stands in between you and anchoring into your highest vision. And Tracy, you just uh, left your other home in Mexico to come back to your winter home in Palm Springs. Uh, how yes. was uh, how was Mexico uh, this year? <laughs> oh, it was so great. You know, um, I, I spent a lot of time in San Miguel de Ende, which is a, a, really like a cultural hotspot in Mexico. It's not a beach town. And um, mm. we, we just had such a great time. And, you know, I think it's also so important to not just talk about what's possible for oneself, but to be an example right and and that to me is also just doing what you love and fulfilling your life mm -hmm. so yeah so it was great so yes i'm back in the desert now and i'm thrilled to be here the other desert right <laughs> yeah the other desert. <laughs> well i'm thrilled to have you here you know a little behind the scenes tracy and i have been deep diving into the guest expert system and um you know like designing this extraordinary message and this power, you know, like architecting, if you will, this powerful way of sharing what she does, because she's so brilliant. <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> just finding the right little messaging sound bites really helps bring that power through in conversations like this. So I'm very excited to showcase you to tra today, Tracy, and to give people a taste of what you're doing, because this is the next level of the work that so many of us are being called to do now to clear out those blocks and, and to fully actualize our power centers, you know, so I'm very excited. So, um, you, we titled this the ambition paradox. Let's talk about what that means. What is an ambition paradox? Yeah. So, and thank you for such a wonderful, uh, welcome and introduction. Um, you know, it's, it's, and this is part of the ambition paradox, right? Is really owning your potency. And it's something that I had to work through myself, right? I, I mean, we've, 
We've all had to do it. So, um, but the ambition paradox, you know, I, I, I see us now as we're in an epidemic of exhausted leaders, right? And, and these, are, these are some of the most resourceful, talented, innovative people. But there's this inner struggle, right? Knowing that there's this greater version of themselves and it's constantly keeping them working to achieve it. And what they think is the greater version is the next level of revenue, right? Or scaling. And what I have found from my own personal experience is building an eight-figure marketing agency from scratch is that's not where it's found. So, so this ambition paradox is, I kind of, I break it down into six phases. And so I'd love for you to let me know if even any of them resonate with you, right? Because I know you work with a lot of these, a lot of the clients that I work with, right? So the first phase is immediately dropping into the how. We look for that magic strategy, right? We wanna, we wanna figure it out. We wanna get it out as fast as possible, which then kicks us into this ruminating imperfectionism where we wanna set ourselves apart, right? We wanna do great work and we rework it, we rethink it which literally triggers this pit of self-doubt, right? Where we like, are we doing this right? Is this the right strategy? You know, I'm, I got to look to this person or this expert to tell me I'm doing this right. And our confidence takes a huge hit without us even realizing. And then we go into this because we're unsure into this comparisonitis, which is looking at our peers and other industry leaders and getting triggered by how well, air quotes, by the way, they're doing, right? And how they've got some secret strategy or magic <laughs> framework. <laughs> and then it literally triggers this unnecessary urgency where we, which is really chaotic place. And we throw energy at it, resources. We literally throw money at things to fix it, to get it there, get us there faster. And then the last step is what then brings us into this continuous problem solving mode. And I call it like a firefighter mode, right? Where you're just continually fixing problems and then we just repeat over and over and over. And I want to say, because I think our brains like to think that it's this or that. There's not a problem with being ambitious. And there's certainly nothing wrong with wanting 
ourselves to have the most potential in our lives and our businesses. What I'm saying is the problem is, is how we're going about it. Right? And it's these patterns, the paradox, that's truly slowing us down and inhibiting us from an extraordinary life in business. And, you know, this is in everyone's blind spot. And so we think we're just fine. And I call that the I'm fine fog. (laughs) I'm laughing because I totally get that one, right? were you done? I don't want to interrupt you, but I, uh, I was just, I was giggling because I'm like, oh, how many people I know at this level? They're like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. You know, <laughs> there's just always this fine energy around it. Yeah. I'm done. Unless you think there's anything else that I was unclear about. No, my gosh. Well, as, as you were talking, what's occurring to me is that these are almost signs too, right? It's like when, when, and, and I'm imagining we kind of loop in those, one of those, or all of those patterns, right? Like those evolutionary stages that you're mentioning. I'm just curious in your experience, having probably gone through this personally, as well as now you're working with people here, like when we say the ambition paradox, like people are just deeply driven to exceed their goals to like the ambitious people are driven by um, like this quest to have a greater impact, to make more money, whatever that is. Like, how do you know when you're trapped in the paradox versus you're, you're just on your journey? Like, what, do you know that if there's a distinction there? Yeah. Well, I think those signs, right. If any, if, if, and I, from my experience, again, my personal experience and from the clients that I work with, you know, A lot of my clients are seven, eight plus figure business owners, and they've reached a certain level of wealth in their life, right? But they've sacrificed so much. And what's happening is what they think they're searching for, which is these external markers, isn't actually it. They're searching for what's inside, what's within. Mm. And they're just not in touch with that. So I mm. think, you know, as to answer your question, as far as markers, if you feel like you are constantly seeking and you get to one milestone and it's like, great, okay, what's the next one? Let's go. And you're quickly back at it. That's the sign. Mm. And so what the undercurrent, because you and I've talked so much about this, that I remember is there's this um, never feeling fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's an important piece of this puzzle. And I love the way you're setting this up and sharing this, because I know so many, particularly women, who are climbing the mountain and there's always another mountain, but there's never a feeling of feeling fulfilled. There's no arrival. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No arrival. That's the paradox, right? There's <laughs> no arrival. The <laughs> yeah. And I and I think again, you know, it's an important distinction because, you know, ambitious people 
doesn't, you're probably not going to get rid of your ambition. And this is not what we're saying. What we're saying is you can be ambitious and you can want the best for yourself, which is all wonderful and perfect. And, and I support that 150%. But that next level, that thing you're searching for, is not in a strategy. It's not in a tactic. That is unleashed within yourself. And it's these patterns in the ambition paradox that literally are keeping your, and I know you use this word a lot, superpower. It's keeping your genius, your true potency, your fullest potential under wraps mm -hmm. because you're stuck in it. Yeah. I want to just dig into this I'm fine fog because mm -hmm. <laughs> every time you, I hear you say that, I want to giggle because I, I know so many people that are living in these fogs and, um, you know, we, we all kind of come up with a lot of reasons why this fog is lining our brain cells, <laughs> but Talk, maybe just share a little bit about how you're seeing this I'm fine fog playing out for people who are trapped in this ambition paradox. Yeah, well, it's we've normalized it, right? And again, it's another blind spot because we don't know any other way, right? We've normalized that conquering our goals at all costs is we've got to sacrifice. We've got to sacrifice ourselves, what matters to us most. And while I'm also certainly saying, and again, as someone who's an entrepreneur for 23 years, I am not someone who's saying, sit back and manifest and call it in, and that's all you need to do. So again, I want to be clear, but you don't have to sacrifice. And so the sacrificing, right, these costs, they bleed in not only into your business, but really into all areas of your life, right? And it looks like that we aren't present with the people that matter to us most, the depth of our partnerships with our kids, with our teams, they all slowly become disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, our fitness, our well-being, our physical well-being starts to go to the wayside. We don't eat well. We start to feel worse in our bodies. And many people get ill, like seriously ill. We don't have the energy for what we used to love to do, like the hobbies. And, you know, we're tired. We just, and even when we do, we aren't present and enjoying it. And we're so far from experiencing real joy and fulfillment. We don't even understand what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, our nervous systems are in overdrive. We start to lose inspiration and innovation for our work. You know, the list is long, but I think the ultimate cost is the disconnection from yourself and your genius. You know, that deep significance and, and brilliance 
of who we are. And this, this pattern, right? What's making us so tired and making it feel so hard is because you're literally fighting against these hidden limitations, these blind spots. And it's, it's literally slowing you down and it's causing the exhaustion. And, you know, you, you mentioned this and I see it too, you know, there's so many, especially women right now who are, are sort of in a reevaluation state because they, they sense that they can't, this ambition paradox is not sustainable. And they're wondering what now, what next, right? And, and it's a scary place because we tend to think, again, it's this or that. But what I'm saying, there's an and, right? And, and so if you go underneath these patterns, where the beliefs, the thinking, the wounds, the resistance, the trauma, both big T and little t trauma, and the energetic residue of all of this. That's where, if you go underneath that, that's where you find what you're searching for. You know, and one of my clients who you know as well, she has a successful uh, branding positioning company. And she's been, I think she's been in business now for 10 years. She's like most people doing all the things, right? All the things you, you have to do. She's exhausted. She gained weight. The connection with her husband, slowly getting disconnected, right? It was just sort of like, she's like, oh my gosh, we were like roommates, right? And so, and her business was plateauing, was not moving forward, even though she was doing all the things. And so we worked together and we went deep below the surface and dissolved these limitations that truly had been with her for lifetimes, for decades. And what happened is she came out on the other side with a completely brand new elevated vision of her business. She didn't have to quit her business or quit her job. And she's now in this thought leader space and position, whereas before she was helping people with marketing. Her business is thriving. Her revenue is up 5X. And she spends a lot less time undoing all the stuff that she was doing and she's having a ton more fun and it's and this is what i'm saying is a transformation i refer to this as a transformation not healing healing to me is different mm. oh my gosh there's so many gems in what you just shared um, you mentioned a couple of things that I've been 
starting to bring up here on the podcast and in my uh, private Facebook group for uh, Amplifier mm-hmm. Authority about trauma. And mm-hmm. you mentioned big T and little t trauma. What is the difference between big T and little t trauma? Well, I think for people who aren't versed in trauma, the word trauma can be triggering, right? Because I think we think like, oh my gosh, is there something horrible that happened to me when I was a child and I've suppressed it and right, and I have no recollection and it's become scary. Like, oh, I don't want to unearth that. So I just, so I want to just say that, that, and that's why I say big T and little t trauma, because sometimes there is big T traumas where traumatic things happened, but little t trauma, although they're not as thought of as life altering, life shattering, they actually have the same impact as the big Mm. T. Can you give me an example of what a little t trauma would be? I know what I, I know how what I think of, but I just want to make sure. I mean, I mean, I think we all get the big T, but what would be an example of a little T trauma? Yeah. So a little T trauma is let's take perfectionism. Let's take one of the ambition paradox phases, right? Mm-hmm. A little T trauma, if if you're somebody who's a perfectionist, which most entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs are, it is going underneath that perfectionism. And why are you in this perfectionism? Well, it's probably because you don't want to fail. It's probably because you don't want to be judged. And where did that judgment come from? Well, that judgment probably came from your childhood. That probably became from the way your parents were brought up. It can come through epigenetics, which I know we could talk about. It can come from so many conditioning, like it comes from all different places. So I think that's an example of a little T. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a pattern that is driving our behavior, our choices, our belief system that maybe wasn't like a traumatic uh, or, um, you know, horrible trauma, but it's an insidious pattern. trauma that happens probably over and over and over again. So I, I, I'm really glad you unpacked that a little bit because I've been working with entrepreneurs for so many years who get trapped in these uh, belief system structures that hold them back. And it wasn't necessarily a horrible trauma, but the, it was a little trauma that came out of their childhood that, that um, formed a belief system. So um, knowing that these, all of these patterns come from a place that can be recalibrated and you talk about healing it versus transforming it. <laughs> I love this distinction. I want to get into this in a minute, but I also just want to bring one other thing into this point about trauma. Yeah. You mentioned how people get scared by the idea there's a big trauma in their past. And I just want to, I just want to drop in here that um, I have found that all these traumas become fuel for am- our ambition. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't deal with that trauma, big or little, it will often derail you later, <laughs> but it will show up like a major health issue or, uh, you, you know, your confidence will become so crushed or you will literally shrink your vision 
and not do what you're called to do in the world because this trauma is defining your reality. Uh, I know this because I've gone through this and I've seen a lot of, worked with a lot of clients over the years who have. So I just wanted to bring that in, uh, not to overwrite anything you're saying, Tracy, but to share with our audience today, if you have something that's putting you in this pattern, shoving it aside and just trying to work harder to, to get past the trauma is a short-term solution, not a long-term solution. <laughs> like it may get you past a bump, but it's not going to heal you or transform you. Would you yeah. agree? No, I would agree. And thanks for, for bringing that up and, and clarifying that because yes, it is insidious. I think that's a perfect, perfect word to describe it. Um, and I think another part of this is not wanting to look at it. First of all, pushing through isn't a solution right it's mic drop really moment mic <laughs> drop moment pushing through is not a solution write that down my friend as you're listening in it's not and i think the second part of the uneasiness or um potentially fear right of, of diving in is that we've thought and this is really the crux of what i do and i think the power of what i do is that we've we've thought that we have to relive, that we have to re-experience the, the, the wounding, right? What happened to us, the traumas, the big and the littles, right? In order to get on the other side. And that simply is not true. I see it with every single one of my clients. It is simply not true. And change happens and can happen instantly and it can be sustainable but i think this is one of the big pieces that's important to talk about is the difference between healing and transformation would you hmm. agree i totally agree as a fact i would really love it if, if there's anything else you want to share about that because these distinctions of healing process which we both know can trap people for decades Mm -hmm. in a cycle of chasing the next thing to heal versus this instant transformation that you've been creating and experiencing, I think is it's, it's life-changing. So is there anything yeah. else that we need to understand about that distinction? Yeah, there is. And, and, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to a client the other day um, who I've worked with for a couple of months and, you know, she said to me, she said, you're not doing life-changing work. She's like, you're doing life defining work, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I really sat with that because you know me pretty well at this point, right? <laughs> I'm a pretty sort of low key, humble person. And I had to really sit with that. And, but she's right, right? Because what's happening is healing is we want to escape the problem. We want to escape the symptoms, and I call those the symptoms, the feelings. It's the stuff that we can see. So that could be exhaustion, right? That could be burnout. That could be, I'm feeling stuck, right? We're in touch with it. And we want to get out of that as soon as possible because it doesn't feel good, right? So to me, healing is, we look at those visible symptoms, and we work on getting rid of those symptoms. 
But what's happening is that's creating this, what you call the healing cycle. Because what it is, is we're only scratching the surface. And, you know, it's like people will work on their mindset. Now, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not saying that working and changing your thoughts is not a helpful tool. But we are much more than mental beings. Right? We are emotional beings, we are energetic beings, we are spiritual beings, we are physical beings. And so what happens is people are compartmentalizing their growth. They're not getting to the origin, the root of the problem that created the problem. And so what I'm working and what I do is I look at the totality, the whole of the person and look at all the layers. I go and I go into what I call seven layers deep. That's, that's what I've defined it as for myself. But, and we get to the root. And if we get to the root, we can literally instantly alchemize that root and dissolve all the residue of it from all the different places, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the energetic. So most coaches, people, healers are trained in one part of our existence, but that's what's taking so long. <laughs> right? Because we're just getting to the surface and people are spending time, money, effort. And it's, you know, frustrating because you're like, okay, I just did X and spent weeks doing whatever, working on my mindset. And I feel like I'm in the same exact place. So I think that's the point of distinction for me and, and versus healing and transformation is a sustainable change, a sustainable shift and elevation in who you are, where you're no longer trying to work on it or reach it. You are it. It's where the stuff is behind you permanently. Ah, that's so, it's such, such inspiring thought to think of that state. Um, I want to tie this into something that um, you've shared with me and I know is a part of what happens when you're on the other side of this paradox, this idea of being a channel for prosperity. And the way you describe it is so, it, it's like, it's like, it makes my DNA tingle. Is that a way to say it? It makes my DNA tingle. <laughs> I love that. That's such a great description. <laughs> you're a DNA tingler. <laughs> um but I haven't been you know, called that before, Melanie. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> we're going to keep making up new names for you, right? Yeah. But I love this, like, because like when our DNA is recalibrating, it's because we are we are activating a part of us that's been dormant, right? Yes. So, what does it look like, and and how is it different being from? Because I think so many people get trapped in that pattern of being the workhorse. It's like I got to work more, do more. But the way you describe being a prosperity channel really elevates 
the the experience of how prosperity can flow into your life. So can you just unpack that a little bit? I know we're, I know we're getting close on time, but I this is so important. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing I want to say is to me, prosperity is more than just material wealth. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want to make that distinction, you know, and it's, and it's the new metric, right? The metric of really success. If we want to, again, air quotes, I call it a higher frequency of success, right? But the metric of success, a higher frequency of success is an abundance of health of wealth, of joy, of freedom, of time. Like that's, that's the metric, right? So when you become this prosperity channel, which you've gotten rid and we've dissolved all the limitations underneath and we've elevated and shifted, like you said, on the cellular perspective and energetic perspective, you start to really operate on a different frequency. It's where the more joy you have, the more prosperity comes into your life, right? And it's where larger opportunities and bigger partnerships and collaborations, they seem to find you, right? It's like, it's like turning on, you said a a DNA tingler. you know, it's, it's turning on this inner magnetism within yourself. And, and I'm, again, not saying that you don't have to put any effort because yes, there is effort involved. Again, it's not a this or that it's an, and, and you have to work a lot less harder. You know, you know, yourself on this deep, unshakable level that you have so much clarity you no longer have to go to experts or others to look for validation and the the overthinking, the perfectionism, it's behind you, right? And these new significances and soul truths and talents and gifts that were dormant come online and a whole new level of meaning and value come into your life that didn't previously exist. You know, and all of these things, right, they elevate your leadership. They amplify your authority because you have become a different person. You're no longer working, right, to reach it. You are it. And that's what I mean by life defining, you know, I, my client, you know, he, he had a $50 million business, very successful, right? A super great guy. And he's done a lot of work over the years, but, and like most of my clients, they've done the mindset, right? They've been consuming tons of books and videos and they've done the coaching and they've done it all pretty much. They've done it all. But he was still stifled, right? And and there was this part that was like, I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like I'm called for more greatness. And so in one hour, we got rid of this deep hidden limitation that he had no idea was in his his orbit or his body, had no clue. And shifted 
the energy around it, literally alchemized it on the spot. And what happened next is not uncommon. A $5 million deal he'd been working on for months landed the next day. This extension of his business that he was trying to build and it had been challenging and it taken a long, long time. He got a new partnership for it, which totally took off all the stress and concern that he was having about it. And he literally saw his partner in a completely new light. So this is what I'm talking about, about being a prosperity channel. Hmm. I've seen that happen so many times where people do these inner clearings, you know, they shift the energy inside and it's like all the things externally that they felt out of reach just drop in. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea that you might help people speed up or accelerate that transformational process. So, <laughs> so you're not like struggling with it for decades, like so many people do. Uh, this would be a really beautiful moment to share. Like if somebody's like really like aligning here and going, oh my gosh, she is mm -hmm. talking to me right now. Mm -hmm. uh, how could somebody um, step into like working with you or finding out more about what you do? Yeah. Um, so I work privately with clients um, and depending on what their goal is, we will do a, an immersive or there's an on, omnipotent kind of version, right? And so that just is a, is a difference in time. But um, we meet weekly and, and, you know, it's, it's, we dive deep, but I think what's interesting too is um, that it actually is really enlightening. It's not painful. You know, and I think that's the difference, right? The pain, like which, which deters us to wanting to do it. We don't want to step into pain. Is it because we think we have to re-experience it or relive it? But how I work, you don't. We just alchemize it. And that's why I think my clients call me a magician. <laughs> so um, anyway, so if you're interested, you can go to my website. We are mindway.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I am Tracy Yates. And yeah, if it resonates with you, I invite you to book some time um, and have a discussion. Great. And we'll link that up in the show notes for everybody as well. We are mindway.com is where Tracy's online presence is. <laughs> yes. So Tracy, this is the moment in our conversation where I like to kind of pull back the curtains a little bit more on you and your own process. Mm -hmm. Um I I know you must have gone through a huge leap of faith, some some massively yeah. courageous moment to <laughs> step out of an eight figure business yeah. and you know transition to what you're doing now. As you're looking back uh, over this transformational process that you've been on, what do you think is the most courageous thing you did that's amplified the work you're doing today? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, well, I, I think the most, the most courageous moment was probably making the decision to 
shift to pivot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I had to look back, which really obviously led me into doing obviously what I'm doing now, but also creating this approach that is really quite life-defining. But, and I think if I had to look back, I would say to myself, all that worry, all that fear, all that questioning was a huge waste of time. And, and energy, energy, probably. Yes, <laughs> huge. Yeah. 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 I think um, so beautifully said that we recognizing that we invest so much mental uh, time going through the gyrations of something out there. And if we just trusted and moved through that process, we'd have so much less stress, so much less exhaustion and much greater and faster results, you know, really stepping into that thing that we're calling in for ourselves. Yes. And, and that's the key piece, right? It's like, we are slowing ourselves down. Right. And, and, and there's so many people, women, like you said, especially who are in this space right now where they know they have a much bigger calling and it's the fear that's keeping them from stepping into it and these limitations. Right. So. And you know, where you're at today and having Mm -hmm. built up your work that you're doing now, what's one thing you wish you would have done sooner? Mm, Trust myself. Mm. You know, I think that's an interesting thing because most people, when I ask them, do you trust themselves? Their immediate answer is yes, of course. But that's, if you are in perfectionist mode, or if you are in self-doubt mode, if you are overthinking, if you are not, if you are fearful from doing and stepping into your dreams, or at least if you don't know what the dream is at this point, if you don't have the blueprint of it going for it, you don't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. Tracy, you're such a gem. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your, your message, your impact with our Amplify community. And as you're listening in today, uh, I, I just really want for you to experience this kind of deep joy and fulfillment and be that prosperity channel that, that, uh, Tracy's talking about today. I hope you'll connect with her on Instagram. She's an extraordinary Instagram feed. And uh, I hope you will take her up on an opportunity to do the transformation work that's possible. So Tracy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie. It was so fun to chat with you. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com. And I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going, and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name, and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 